Hey everybody, this is Mike Van Meter and welcome to the Mike Van Meter Show and thank you for joining me tonight for your one-stop shop for everything having to do with conservatism, the Constitution, and frankly just the right way to live your life. That's the way I like to look at it. You know, folks, uh, the campaign has now pick, kicked off for my run for the Virginia State Senate in the 33rd District here in Virginia, and it's going to be a tough race, no doubt about it. Uh, the two challengers that I have so far, and I say challengers because they'll have to compete against each other and then then they'll face off against me, and that's assuming that I don't have to face off against the Republican myself. We'll see how that goes now that the midterms are over. And I have no doubt that uh, one of the folks that did not win in the midterm election will make a challenge against me, but we'll see how it goes. But at any rate, I wanted to talk to you about some of the things that are important to me, and I know that they're going to be important to you because they're vital for the nation. And I'm going to be giving it to you piecemeal as we go along, just so you get to know who I am and what it is that I stand for. And uh, I ask for your support in this campaign because it's going to be vital. I'm going to have all kinds of money thrown into my opponent's campaign, and the, the attacks are going to be vicious. And frankly, some of the attacks have already begun, but that's okay because that's what this is all about. I believe that the vision that I have for Virginia and for the larger nation, is the best vision when you compare this against um, my opponents. Now, what I want to talk to you about tonight is the drug epidemic and how the drug epidemic makes Virginia a border state. I had it said to me online that, uh, you know, I was, I was talking about the border, and uh, a listener asked, well, what, what does that have to do with Virginia? Virginia is not a border state. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you that Drugs have made every state in the Union a border state. In case you haven't noticed, the borders in the United States are completely open, or at least the southern border is. And we have all kinds of problems. We're going to talk about all of those problems, but I just want to focus on one of them tonight. We have uh, human trafficking. We have terrorism. We have all kinds of you know, people that, that with mental health issues that are coming across the border, people with diseases coming across the border, and that's, that's bad enough, okay? But what I want to focus on right now are the drugs that are coming across the border, particularly fentanyl. Now, fentanyl is not the only drug. We have all kinds of drugs like cocaine, heroin, marijuana, uh, you name it, all kinds of drugs coming across the border. But the one that is the scariest to me is fentanyl. And you have to ask yourself, where did this drug come from? Why is it here? And why is it so popular? And ultimately, why is it a problem? Well, let's just start with the latter, okay? Many of you know that I have uh, now transitioned in, in retirement from law enforcement, and I have gone into the healthcare field, and I now work as a, a drug and alcohol therapist. And I work in a hospital. I, in fact, I work in a detox center. And I can tell you that fentanyl is king when it comes to people coming into our detox center right now. And it's particularly affecting young people. And it's very, very sad. Very, very, very sad. You know, uh, over a decade ago, when you would go into a detox center, most of the people that came in would be there for alcohol detox. You'd see heroin, you'd see cocaine, you'd see other issues. But alcohol was the big one. That was the, the big thing that people were coming in and, and getting detoxed for. Now it's fentanyl, okay? And fentanyl 
is very, very destructive. It is much more power, powerful than heroin. Maybe it may be 40 times more powerful than heroin. And kids are taking it in Percocet 30s. They're taking Mollies. They're taking uh, all kinds of different drugs now that are recreational drugs. In their minds, they're recreational drugs. And these drugs are dangerous because they target the recesses of your mind. and They actually change the neural pathways in your brain. Change the neural pathways in your brain. And this is something where these kids get hooked on it. And it's not just kids. Older people are doing it too. But I, I would say most of the people that we see are younger. And they come in. And the problem with the changing of the neural pathways in the brain is the disease of addiction takes off with them. And their brain actually tells them that they don't have the disease anymore. And they get hooked on this very powerful drug. And it's deadly. And And I'm not going to chronicle here, you know, how little of amount it, it takes for you to get hooked on this or, um, you know, uh, the how dangerous it is and, and how uh, addictive it is. You can see it. There's news stories about this all the time. But as I, from where I sit, it doesn't seem like we are doing a whole lot about it. This is not a priority in, you know, people talk about it as being a priority, but it doesn't seem to be that, that it really is. And I want to tell you right now that if I am elected into the Virginia State Senate in the 33rd District, this drug epidemic that we have is going to be a priority. And I see it. I see it. I'm sitting in the front lines every day. You know, um, according to NIDA, which is the National Institute of Drug Abuse, about 92,000 people die from drug overdoses every year. 92,000. And CNN wrote an article where they talked about how 109,000 people died from fentanyl overdoses in the period of the, the, the period that ended in March of 2022. And this was a 44% jump in the in the the two years previous or from the two years previous rather 44% increase can you imagine that and that's in just in two years and it's going up if you look at the curve in in fentanyl do, uh, overdoses it is incredible the jump in in deaths it's just incredible and it's not going to end this death rate is going to overtake the COVID death rate, and we know what we, what happened with the COVID death rate. We shut down the entire nation and ruined our economy. Well, this is getting just as bad, and it doesn't seem like there's an end any anywhere in sight. So what are we going to do about it? Well, I can tell you this, that I'm going to make this a priority, and I'm going to insist that the Virginia State Police and all of the resources of the great state of Virginia be devoted with an emphasis on ending this, this pandemic. Now, we can't control what goes on in the rest of the country, but we can control what goes on in Virginia. And the number one priority of the government of Virginia in, in Richmond is the protection of the, the people of Virginia, and that's what I want to do. And that's what I'm going to I'm going to make that a priority. And we're going to put together task forces and we're going to put the resources necessary into ending this epidemic. Along with that, I want to explore legislation that will increase access to treatment centers, to long-term sober facilities, to 
inpatient uh, uh, treatment facilities, detox centers, and do what we can to expand the number of detox centers in Virginia because it's, it's so vital. If you could come with me and watch the destruction that drugs and alcohol, but right now it, it really is getting to the point where drugs are taking over, and if you could see what I, I see every single day, you would walk out of the hospital mad knowing that we're not doing anything about this at the border. And we have to put pressure on the federal government to do more. And hopefully this new Republican House of Representatives is going to do that very thing and push for the federal government to do more to stop this tide of drugs coming across the southern border. Do something about it because we can do something about it. We, you know, look, we're not even trying right now. That's why I get upset. I get very, very upset about this because I, I can see that the federal government is not even doing anything to attempt to stop the drugs coming over the border. But we can do what we can here in Virginia. And I know that Governor Yunker uh, believes that this is a, a priority. I know that he wants to do more, but he has to have legislators on his side and that's exactly what I will be doing. You have to understand that if elected to office, I'm going to help Governor Yunkin do everything that he can to work on this issue. Along with that, we need to really increase the amount of effort that we put into helping people with significant mental health issues. Because uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with addiction, what happens is people that come into treatment centers, all people that come into treatment centers for drug and alcohol conditions exhibit mental health issues. That's just part of uh, par for course for people that are coming in. Oftentimes, the drug and alcohol use is what contributes or creates the mental health issue, but not always. In many cases, people have uh, mental health issues and they start drugging and drinking um, for temporary relief or they self-medicate to relieve the symptoms of those mental health issues. But either way, we can't treat the mental health issue while uh, the patient is still using. So we have to get people clean. And if we get people clean over a period of time, maybe the mental health issues will go away. And then those that uh, still have those mental health issues, we can work to help them and provide them with the help that they need. But we've got to get them clean either way. But we don't have the facilities. We don't have the resources being put into it. We don't have the trained clinicians uh, and doctors and nurses that we need to help the people that need to be helped. This is truly an epidemic, and we need to do something about it. And we have the resources to do that. In addition to all of that, I think that the police and firefighters and EMTs in Virginia can and should receive more training on mental health and addiction issues. And that's something that I want to put a lot of time and emphasis into doing is um, making sure that Virginia is providing the resources to all of our first responders so they are better equipped and better trained to help those that need the help to get better. And you know what? As people get better and they are healthier, then we have a healthier state. We can reduce crime. We can reduce recidivism rates. We can um, get people into training programs. We can help educate people. But they have to be well mentally, physically, emotionally. And to the best extent that we can help them get drug-free, we need to do that. This is a moral imperative. Okay, 
It's a moral imperative. And it's something that I want to concentrate on because this is so, so very important. And, you know, I have gone out across the state and I have talked to a lot of groups. And I always ask the groups, who in here, in this room, and I'll ask you if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'll ask you, who out there does not know someone that has an addiction issue? Who doesn't know someone, whether it be a loved one, whether it be a friend, a coworker, a boss, a subordinate, whoever, your spouse, you, maybe it's even you. Who doesn't know someone that has an addiction issue? And when I go across the state, in fact, across the nation for that matter, and I ask that very question, I always have everyone raise their hand. This is an issue that affects everyone. Everyone. And when you see those families come into the detox center where I work, and they meet with their loved one, and just the pain and the anguish that those people have on their faces, it is painful to watch. And it's equally painful knowing that they look at us as the therapists and the doctors and the nurses and the techs and the aides that work in that unit. They think that we're miracle workers. And they think that by just being in our treatment center for you know a week or less, that they're going to be miraculously changed. And it's not that easy. Addiction is a disease. It's a deadly disease. It's a a primary chronic progressive deadly disease that must be treated. And it doesn't happen overnight. And we can't fix folks overnight. In fact, if people don't want to get well, they're not going to get well. But we need to provide the education explaining why they should, why this is a disease, and why it is that as a state... In the Commonwealth of Virginia, why this is something that must be a priority. And the state has the resources to educate and help and, and train people. Both at the, the, the state level, the police, firefighters, EMTs, hospitals, even schools. And we can do that. And we can provide those resources. We have the people that can do it. And we need people in government, people like me that understand this issue and can educate the public and motivate them to want to do what we need to do to help those that are suffering. And ultimately, it makes Virginia a better place. It makes it a better community, better society, and ultimately our nation's a better place too. And I have my theories as to why fentanyl is coming across the border, why it is now. And I don't know that uh, it's not being done on purpose. Because it certainly is having a negative impact. It's almost like a chemical attack on the United States. And it's a serious one. And we better start taking it seriously. And just know that I will. You elect me to the Virginia State Senate, and I will be taking this very, very seriously. So with that, folks, uh, that is what I wanted to talk about tonight. I'm going to be talking about other topics as we go along. But again, support me in my campaign. It's going to be tough. I'm going to be up against a lot of money on the other side. And, you know, I need your, your thoughts, your prayers, your support, your comments, your suggestions, your ideas. But, folks, this is going to be a tough campaign. And I look forward to meeting every single one of you as we move along in the campaign. God bless America. God bless Virginia. God bless you. You guys have a good night, and I'll be talking with you soon. Take care. This is Mike Van Meter. We are out.